Welcome to a tale of sorting and Dreamcast, where we talk about our favorite books and how we would bring them to life on the big screen. Hello guys, welcome back to a tale of sorting and Dreamcast. My name is Lindsay. I'm Bridget. And today we're going to do a movie sewed. Yeah. <laughs> My turn. Yes, it's Bridget's turn. And we're going to be doing The Maze Runner. Mm-hmm. So is this one that you liked or that you didn't like? That I liked. I actually prefer the movie to the book. Oh, interesting. Yes. All right. And she has an opening question for us. What's your favorite dystopian movie? Mm-hmm. You can go first. 28 Days Later. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. It's kind of, it's a zombie virus type film but just in general the whole creepy aesthetic of it the music's amazing the acting killing murphy oh yes that's just i love that movie so much very nice um i don't really know if i have one i don't (laughs) dystopian isn't really like a genre that's really like ever made me be like oh my god i need to see every movie or like i don't know i've never really been into it but i know there's um i think it counts there's this old movie with vin diesel called babylon ad yeah yeah. Yeah, that counts. I would say that one, probably. Oh. I used to watch Diesel. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Yeah, either that one or like Alita. Alita's a good one. Alita Battle Battle Angel. That mm-hmm. one's really good. But, I mean... Oh, she's in the Maze Runner. She's the... Uh, Brenda? In the second and... Have you seen the second and third one? I remember seeing the second one when it came oh. out, but the, I don't think I ever, I ever saw the third um, one. She's the one with the really short hair. Ah. And, yeah. That's the girl that plays Alita. Oh. Hmm? The more you know. <laughs> but yeah. So. It's all interconnected. <laughs> We've come full circle. Should we get into it? Sure. Just me, Dylan O'Brien, fangirling. Of course. For about 20 minutes or so. <laughs> okay. So, we both know that I have a deep love for Dylan O'Brien mm-hmm. since Teen Wolf when he played Styles Stalinsky. But this man's acting goes like well beyond mtv i would say it's very true as proven in the films he's done like since then uh but this was his first leading role where he was given the lead rather than just kind of the side funny character and i think he did it very well Mm -hmm. whoever casted him was doing the lord's work bless you (laughs) (laughs) and then um thomas brody sangster who played newt to absolute perfection who's my Hmm. favorite character is newt in the books and the movies. Uh, <laughs> uh, his character is so sad to me. And I'll get into it because there's so much that they kind of just completely threw in the trash can regarding his character in the movie. But uh, it's okay. I will continue. And then <laughs> we'll also, get there later. <laughs> also, like everyone else that they casted. So Ki Hong Lee, who plays Minho, and then Will Poulter. My favorite character. Or, yeah, of course. <laughs> because you are Minho. <laughs> And then uh, Will Poulter as Galley. Uh, the eyebrows on that man. I know. I mean, he just... I'm, it kind of... It's. I hate when actors get typecasted, but at the same time, he just plays that character so well. Yeah. He just plays, like, the broody asshole very, very well. With a very... The very sus guy that you're like, I don't trust this dude. It's like, the eyebrows. You remember Voyage of the Dawn Treader? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking... He what, played he played Eustace. So well. He played the, <laughs> the cousin. Played the shitty cousin. But he did it so well. That was the first thing I saw him in. Same. Um, it's funny because most of the cast are, they're actually British. The mm-hmm. girl that plays Teresa is British. Yep. Thomas is British. Um, Will is British. But uh, Thomas is the only one that's able to keep his accent because Newt is a British character. So they let him that's keep true. his accent. Yeah. Yeah. They let him keep the accent. 
And there were little parts when I could hear Teresa's character mm-hmm. and then Will when he's like yelling. I literally I, like, I just rewatched it this morning and I was just like, oh, oh. <laughs> There's like funny. one word that was shouted and I was like, that had an accent on it. Like, good job, guys. <laughs> they tried. I know. Okay. It's not their fault. Our language is shit. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's our vowels that mess it, it really up. really is. Yeah. Uh, so there is a slight difference in the main guy's relationship. I'm more specifically talking about Thomas, New, and Minho. They're they're definitely a lot closer in the books, but the timeline is uh, kind of shrinked down in the movie as it usually is. So in the movie, it's only a few days, but in the book, it's kind of months right. that happen. Like when Teresa comes up and she's in a coma. She's in a coma for weeks. Right. And she comes up the day after... Thomas does and she's in a coma she's just kind of chilling there (laughs) so she's not there for most of it and that's weeks and then so it's literally been like a month or two for the entire span of it that was one thing after watching it this morning like when the credits hit I was like you know what I feel like this would have done 10 times better as a tv show Mm. because it reminded me very much of the hundred yeah and I feel like if they would have made the movie like the hundred into a movie it would have felt like the same like it's very rushed like I feel like they could have done so much more with like actually explaining because like what the fuck is a slicer story yeah like Mm -hmm. when when he's taking him when newt's taking him around like oh these are the slicer these like the two med people like yeah they could have they're the meat guys yeah oh but they could have like (laughs) dove so much more into that and shown so much more like it would kind of would have been cool to see like background of like albie and like what Mm -hmm. it was like being there the first month by himself or like yeah who was the second one or there's even there's a prequel book called the fever code which goes into the boys like what happened to them before they were put into the maze so you kind of get the backstory on ben who is the one that gets pushed into the maze because he gets uh starts changing Mm -hmm. um you also get albie's because so in the movie they say that albie was brought up by himself and he had to be in the glade by himself for a month yeah he was actually brought up with 30 boys oh and he's i don't know i think i think most of them are there by the end of it but he's been there the longest like he's the oldest one amongst them all and they've been there for two years rather than three years so albie's backstory is a little bit different and oh albie himself he is a total asshole to thomas in the books like he yeah so they so they kind of took um how he's a caretaker to him kind of giving showing him the ropes of everything and telling him you know the dis what is that called disposition or what is that called exposition he's giving him all the backstory the yeah. lowdown of everything that's actually newt does that oh. so they kind of took that away from newt and gave it to Alby and made him the, i remember reading the book but very 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 long time ago <laughs> yeah. so he's like kind of a, a dick to thomas yeah. for most of it he's sus of him Oh, yeah, I got into that part when Teresa's in a coma. She's not even, <laughs> she's really not there that much. She's really not. Oh, and they cut out the telepathic communication between Thomas and Teresa. So they can talk to each oh, other in the brain. Yeah. I forgot that. So when she's in a coma, he can, like, kind of hear her. He's just like, sitting there like, what the hell? And she's saying my name in her brain. Like, what's going on here? And they do, when they come up, they do remember their names. It doesn't take them a little bit to remember that. But the memories come to them a little bit later. Uh, but yeah, him and Teresa can communicate to each other because they have this chip in their brain, you know, sci-fi. So they right. took that out, which I'm not like that didn't bother me at right. all because it was kind of like a huge plot point. Yeah, because all of their communication that they do in their brain, they could have just spoken to each other. Like right. it's not like they're trying to be sneaky. Like it was just something cool. I think 
that the writer is like an added little touch like haha and i i think that if they did that if they kept it in the movie it would have added this level of cheese that didn't right. really need to be there and Teresa doesn't talk that much anyway so whatever. that's very true <laughs> oh um one thing so the big bloodbath that happens when the doors remain open um after they come back uh that doesn't really happen it's more so the doors like do stay open but the grievers come out one by one and they take one kid each night so it's a lot more suspenseful rather than them all coming out at once when they all rampage Mm -hmm. i was like wait didn't they only take like a certain amount of boys yeah they would just come out take one and that would be it for the night so it was very like more ominous and kind of creepy yeah. But I understand them cutting that out and kind of jam-packing it to kind of push the plot along. And make it a little more like, oh my god, what's Yo. happening? <laughs> yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> oh, another thing, Gally, uh, his arc makes more sense in the book because the reason that Gally is so suspicious of Thomas from the beginning is because he already went through the the changing. Like, he got... Or a griever stung him mm-hmm. well before Thomas, like the books of the events that happened and Thomas came up. Like that already happened to him. And they have the antidote already in the camp. Like Teresa doesn't bring it to them. They already have it. So I don't know why they changed that bit. Right. But probably just for plot purposes or whatever. So before Thomas is even brought up and the book begins, Galley. That, okay, that explains mm-hmm. it. Because I thought it was really weird that she only brought two vials. Yeah. And it just happened to be enough to save Albie. And yeah. then in the movie like thomas sticks himself and i was like mm-hmm. oh well it's really easy to stick yourself when you know that there's a vial of antidote that she's yeah. got so i was just like that's that's interesting yeah so they've they already had it it yeah. was already in their supplies and they knew that if like, someone got stung it wasn't the end game they for just them. like yeah so it wasn't that's so weird i wonder why they changed that well i kind of know why they changed it it's just mm, like i guess i don't but <laughs> i think it kind of makes sense just because for galley like his backstory is that he went through that so he already has some memories and Mm. he remembers thomas and he's like you were on the other guy's side like what the fuck are you doing here and he's like that's why he's so because he already knows who he is yeah and then when thomas shows up and all this shit is happening he's like he's like guys this is why this is happening (laughs) yeah so it's not really him being like we gotta stay in the glade we can't leave it's he's kind of whose side is this guy on like who the fuck is this dude that's like, you were on their side, and now magically you're on our side, and you're yeah. trying to help us get out? Like, what is this? Yeah. So that's... Hmm. He's kind of more the... I wouldn't say he's the villain of the story. He's more of the devil's I, advocate. I was just going to say yeah, he's, like, the he's devil's advocate. Up, that's his character. And later on in the future, he becomes more of a hero. Like, he joins... He's on their side at the end of everything else. Scorch oh. Trials and Death Cure. So he comes back. He's not dead. Oh. Yeah, he does not die. <laughs> but Chunk is dead? Chuck is dead, yeah. Yeah, and his death happened a little bit different. So right when Galley shows up at the end, they make it seem like in the movie that he shows up uh, with the tracker. Like he got, he killed his own griever. All of a sudden, he killed his own griever right. and just showed up to be like, "No, you guys can't go." But he got stung, so now he's all angry. Yeah, so he's about to shoot them. But in the book, he it's a knife instead of a gun. But whatever details, <laughs> and. Um, he's actually, like, he shows up and the creators, they're not dead. It's not like a massacre. They're actually just standing there telling them all of this. Oh. And when Galley shows up, they're controlling him. Oh. So they took Galley and he's under their control. So he d- isn't doing it, like, he's doing it against his will. 
when he throws the knife at Thomas, but Chuck, Chuck jumps in front of it as a Hufflepuff does and and dies, yeah. And then instead of um, Minho throwing the spear at him, Thomas actually beats the shit out of him because oh. he doesn't realize that he's being controlled and he just murdered Chuck, so he jumps on him and beats the shit out of him and then they leave and oh. they just assume that he's dead. Huh. But he is not. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, okay. My favorite character, Newt. <laughs> so, uh, I love him so much. Also, Thomas Brody did it amazingly. Right. So, <clears throat> eyebrows on that kid, too. Yes, and the accent. <laughs> Good old love, actually. <laughs> he aged up well. Oh, Look how far he he's come. Did. <laughs> so, uh, in the book and the movie he has a constant limp on him he's not as like agile as the other characters because he's has a limp but and you can kind of see it in the movie because thomas actually put a or thomas brody put um a rock in his shoe so that he would always be limping when he's walking so you can notice it he does have a limp when he walks and the reason he does that is because new used to be a runner in the maze and he actually attempted suicide once he tried to jump off the wall but he didn't or he didn't succeed he survived and now he has a limp from the incident and so yeah aren't those walls he's just like a sad boy 60 feet high they're four miles high <laughs> and he survived well i don't think it was the i actually don't think it was the wall that he jumped off of it was oh. the cliff there's a cliff in the middle of this maze that is in the book but they took it out of the movie because it's like that doesn't really make sense all right so <laughs> and then him there's another bit when minho actually killed four grievers by making them jump off the cliff because oh. they didn't you know they're just these animals they don't yeah. really know but he knows it's there so he did the whole oh i'm out here and they dumped out of the way and the four grievers like yeet themselves off the cliff uh, that would have been a cool scene if they kept it. It would have been a very cool scene. Yeah. What the heck? And Minho's character, he's not as sassy as he is in the book. Right? Like that he, I do remember. Yeah. <sighs> so they, he didn't really have his quirky personality yeah. in the movie as much. but He's not. I mean, he does make like some remarks, but not. I remember he was very like, meh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like in the book. Yeah. So, oh, Ben's death is a little bit different. So since they actually have the serum in the book him getting stung isn't that much right. of a thing like they're he's in the process of recovering but he has the memories that came back and he does the whole like galley thing where he sees thomas and is like what the fuck like what are you doing here and ben keeps trying to murder thomas he tries to murder him once and they restrain him and then the second time he gets very close to murdering him and then albie shoots him with an arrow so oh. albie kills ben because ben's trying to murder thomas yeah they don't push him into the maze. But I love that scene when they're pushing it's him in because it's so, like, brutal. It's so, like, sadistic. Yeah. I was like, y'all really it's... can't think of any other way to kill this boy? <laughs> it's very Lord of the Flies. Because none of them wanted to take the responsibility of killing him in the movie. So they all let the maze do it for them, pretty much. Still. Which is fucked. Right? <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> I loved that change. I was like, this is so cool because it's so much more. It's more. I'm sorry. It's more cinematic than just like an arrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. It's also more like therapeutic for everyone watching. I don't know. I love it. Like you're going to need therapy after it. Yeah. So that's a scene that I loved. I'm sorry if that shows my more personality. Uh, 
Oh, and then Albie's death is, a, yeah, it's different rather than him basically sacrificing himself. Like he cuts off the, the stinger on the griever to protect Chuck. Mm-hmm. And then the griever grabs and pulls him out and he's just like, get them out of here. Goes off into the yeah. darkness. But in the book, he makes it through the maze with them, like all the way to the end. And there's that one character, I forget his name, but he... He pushes himself towards the grievers to kind of push them away so everyone can get through. And mm-hmm. then he gets taken. He's the last boy to get taken. That was Albie's death. Oh. And he also kind of did it. Like He knew he was going to die. So it was kind of suicidal, him doing that. And he was already losing his mind a bit. You know, so Albie's death is a bit more sad than the one that happens in the movie. One thing that I'm so glad they... <laughs> one thing I'm so glad that they changed was... Uh, they got rid of the choppy dialogue. Oh, like how they had a weird yeah. name for everything. Yeah, everything. My freaking even the dyslexic English... brain could <laughs> not comprehend like half of it. Even the I would English read a chapter and I would like run to you and be like, "What does half of this mean?" Like, uh, <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> like they had their own jargon for yeah. like everything. Like they do keep a little bit of the slang in it, yeah. more so because I think it was like a cussing thing. Like yeah. the, the author wanted them to cuss more than it would be allowed in a YA book. Mm-hmm. So he would just replace it with made up words. Like Minnow in the movie does call him Shuckface at least once. Yeah. And I was like, ah, there it is. Yeah. There's a little tidbit. <laughs> but then in the movie, it's funny because you still hear them use normal cuss words. They say son of a bitch. Yeah. And then Dylan says shit like a lot. Right. <laughs> there should be a shit counter on this. Uh, so yeah, they got rid of the choppy english like they would rather than a full sentence it would be the middle words were just kind of taken out and it was just really hard right the, the dialogue wasn't flowing Mm-mm. it was just really weird and like it it was super hard <laughs> and there there's not like um there's no ease into it like Mm-mm. i remember when you read the book it's like boom right like right in the yeah. beginning it's just like super choppy and super yeah. like you're just Chuck like thrown face, into the world and <laughs> toodaloo like what the fuck is going on i don't know and it's kind of ironic because these kids are supposed to be geniuses like that's why they're there right because they're brilliant kids yeah and then they're speaking like this i'm like what is this what is going on right <laughs> because they forgot everything yeah but it's very weird yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank so you i am thank very glad that cutting they, that out because that would have been such a weird adjustment right i, just, I can't i think um, it would have just been so hard to comprehend what the fuck is going on during yeah. the movie mm-hmm Because it's, like, one thing to be able to, like, read it and then be like, okay, what? And, like, have to reread it. But if you're just watching a movie, you only get that once. Like, you get that line once and you're just like, I'm sorry, what? I need subtitles, but also with subtitles, this isn't helping me. (laughs) Right. With subtitles, Uh, you'd be like, I still don't know what this word is. It's kind of like when, if you read Pride and Prejudice, like, old English. Oh, yeah. And it it takes a bit for your brain to catch up to it. You're basically, like, translating another language almost because of how it's written. Mm -hmm. But this is the opposite where it's not making you don't feel more smart reading it you kind of have to dumb your brain down right the dialogue Mm. it was really weird to me in the book it it felt like he was trying the author was trying to be a lot like lord of the flies because that feels like something that would happen in lord of the flies yeah because those boys weren't like chosen ones no they were just like accidentally like they were just boys yeah so it's like that that makes more sense Mm -hmm. this i was just like you're you're trying a little too hard but there's always a piggy always a piggy huh so there's always a piggy a piggy oh Ooh, right for little Fuck. flies, yeah, a, little flies. <gasps> piggy 
I hate Chuck. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> oh, see, I don't know. That one was fun to read for me. Did you have a Lord of the Flies like event at your school? Hell you no. Read it? no. Oh, okay, so in my high school, our English class, we literally became like Lord of the Flies. I mean, we weren't stranded on an island, but we were basically put into teams and then we had to, it was basically like Survivor. Like we would vote people out of our group and there was the, not the conch. Was it the conch? In, or more I think in the Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I can't remember. I forget what it was, but there was something that we had to hold if you wanted to speak, and I just I hated Lord of the Flies so much. <laughs> no, Lord of the Why? Flies. One thing I remember is um, we did kind of because I was in English AP when we did that, so she did kind of break us up, and she gave us she made us like draw a map of like what our like island would look like and like mm-hmm. what rules and systems we would have or whatever. But it was more of a like you're not making this up for yourself. It was more. Because um, I remember there was there was three band kids, me and two others that mm-hmm. were in that class. So we made it like a band thing, like a band themed island. <laughs> so it was more like a play thing, not That's necessarily funny. like you're on this island, make rules uh-huh. type of thing. But I remember us doing that. But that was pretty much it. Oh, and she had a pig mask and she put it on the projector. So like, you know how like it lights up? Oh, she yeah. put it on top. So it would, like kind of became like a lamp. And That's like, terrifying. It was, but it was really cool because <laughs> <laughs> then she read it to us and we were just like, <gasps> I'll just stare at awesome. the, the pig mask. <laughs> it was great. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Back to Maze Runner, I guess. <laughs> so, oh, in the book, there's actually a window into the maze. So everyone already knows what grievers look like. It isn't like a huge shock to them when they just kind of appear Pop out. at night. Hello. So there's no window in the movie. Oh, my God. Make it more suspenseful. Yeah. Oh, and the grievers, they roll instead of like crawl. Right. Which is a lot more terrifying, I mm-hmm. think. They're just this giant, like a uh, Spider-Man-looking yeah. thing. Uh, fucking someone in Demon Slayer must have watched some... Maze Runner. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> fun fact, but maybe not fun fact. It's kind of obvious. All the characters are named after historical figures. So Thomas, Thomas Albert Edison, Einstein. Albie is Albert Einstein. Newt is Isaac Newton. Galley is Galileo. Teresa is Mother Teresa. Winston, the the chef, is Winston Churchill. So, Thomas. Thomas Edison. Oh, duh. Yeah. I was like, wait, huh? <laughs> so yeah, they're all named after. I remember when I learned that after reading the books, I was like, what? Like it blew my brain when it's like Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Which you know it kind of which makes works more out. sense because I remember yeah. I was like, this is supposed to be like a world in the future, and people are still naming their children Teresa. Yeah. Well, the creators <laughs> gave them those names for yeah so those are the names they were given given is probably not the real names from when before the the world that name survive of all the names that Mm -hmm. one survived because they're picking they pick these kids from also they're immune most of them are immune to the the flare virus that's going around uh do you know who's not immune no remember oh let me tell you sure well newt oh yeah so if you keep watching, <laughs> you will see. But yeah, in the Scorch Trials, they kind of go over that a little bit more. But I'm just talking about Maze Runner. Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't really remember the second one, like, at all. Yeah. Or any of it, so. But you remember the scene where Dylan O'Brien's running down the hallway and he has to slide underneath the door as it's closing? Do you remember that scene? No. It's iconic. We will rewatch it just for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember It's basically scene. the equivalent of the Maze Runner when the doors are shutting and he's running 
doing this whole badass like i just i honestly at the very end of this movie when um the lady comes back and she like wipes the fake blood and she's like all right stage two Mm -hmm. i forgot that oh i was like what do you mean stage two (laughs) yeah because it's not over they're not out of the maze they're still in it pretty much that's fucking annoying oh also the maze is different they're actually underneath a dome because you know they always are right so there's no weather in the book the sun Everything is, like, artificial. They're actually underground. The maze is underground. That's entirely. what... Okay, yeah, because when they got in the helicopter and they flew over, I was like, but it rained. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, I was very confused. I was like, if the world's, like, scorched and everything, I was like, then how did it rain unless the rain mm-hmm. was artificial? But it was just... It was really weird to me. I was like, I didn't remember them being, like, out in the elements. Yeah. Yeah, being in yeah. a dome makes way more sense. Yeah. And to be in, like, in a <laughs> controlled environment. Mm-hmm. Very Hunger Games. Right. <laughs> also, with that much sand, how do they not have, like, what are those things called? Sandstorms? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do they not have sandstorms, like, 24-7 in the yeah. maze? How do they not realize that we're, we're surrounded by fucking sand? Like, <laughs> how did they not realize? Oh, my God. Look at that dust cloud. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Oh my so, God. they're actually in a dome. And, oh, and then when Teresa comes up and things start changing, the, the sun goes out. And they're oh. just like, what? They, they don't know they're in a dome. Yeah. So when the sun goes out, they're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, everything is this weird gray light. And they're just like, what what nightmare is this? Right. <laughs> Poor boys. It's funny. It was one of those Trauma. things where you look at the background guys. <laughs> and they're just like these 30-year-old men. <laughs> like, you're supposed to be there a teenager. Is, I mean, they did better than fucking Percy Jackson, they let me tell you. They did do better than Percy Jackson. Yeah, right. Like, they're looking around in the background. There were actually some boys that I was like, yeah. I, I could believe you're 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I could believe it. Oh, fun fact. They actually, like, did a, a boot camp before. The director had all the guys and plus, um, I forget her name. I'm sorry. The girl that played Teresa. They had her and the boys do a boot camp. How cute. Before filming. And then they actually spent a night in the Glade all together. So it's really cute. Yeah. So the boys and like all the actors are actually friends in real life. And you can definitely see that in their interviews that they do. They're so comical watching those interviews. They still resurface on like TikTok. I'll just see. I'll just see Thomas and (laughs) of their interviews. And Dylan. They're so great. Gosh. So Dylan is prone to accidents. This poor boy, because he just has <laughs> to do his own stunts when he's able to. I'm so surprised they let him do his own stunts. Yeah. Most movies are like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, so he broke his cheekbone while he was filming this one. Because, <laughs> you know, the jump when he makes it across the top of the maze to latch onto the vines? He broke his cheekbone there. Like, he smashed his face into the... Ow. Yeah. My God. That's Dylan. And then the third one, I kind of told you earlier, but yeah. he got ran over by one of the cars during one of the chase scenes so he they had to stop filming for a bit because their lead actor kind of almost died right during the filming of the death cure fucking reminds me of uh, joseph gordon lovett oh remember the time he was doing um something rush premium rush or prime Mm -hmm. rush the bicycle movie yeah and he like a car actually got into like where they had they'd barricaded the whole thing off to like film but a car got through and he, like, hit the back windshield and had, like, a scrape. Like, he had gashed uh, open his arm. Yeah. Occupational hazard. <laughs> <laughs> but this is why we have stuntmen, okay? Dylan, Honestly. Please listen. <laughs> he's been doing acting, or acting. Yes, he's been doing acting. Action. <laughs> he's been doing action movies a lot more, so right. I'm hoping he's gotten a stuntman <laughs> since then. Ugh. I just imagine the people from Maze Runner, like, finding out that he's on a new movie, and them just calling him and be like, whatever the fuck you do. 
do not let this boy do his own stunts. Yeah. <laughs> like, do not. The guys at Teen Wolf was like, he never had any stunts. <laughs> Be he gentle was the with only, him. The only human. He right. never had Aww, stunts. That's true. Uh, he was. He never I like, had to like run or jump or howl or growl or yell. Like, yeah. It was just B-Styles. <laughs> Until Dark Styles rolled around. Please protect yourself, Dylan. Honestly. Okay. <laughs> God. Uh, oh, another thing that was different, uh, how they solved the maze. So in the movie, they use the numbers, like the sequence of how everything changes. But in the book, there's actually a pattern that the maze like forms, and they form the pattern of words. Oh. So it takes a longer time for them to get the words together, and then the words themselves help them get out of the maze. Do you remember the words? No. <laughs> well, I think, like, blood was there. Uh, death was there. Oh, you know, charming fun, words. Fun words. Fun words. Okay, yeah. And Thomas is the one that figures out that they're forming words, words. and puts it together. So. I mean, those boys have been there for two years, and they can't figure out that it's a fucking word. Yeah. <laughs> In the words of <clears throat> Thomas, and he's like, you've been here, t- like, three years, and you're still here, and I've been here a few days, right. and I'm making progress, like... Oh, oh man it's like guys if someone shows up and things start changing like that's probably good for the situation that you're in right you should support this guy but or you could be galley with the eyebrows and just be sus of him change is scary <laughs> you know what i mean i know well also can you imagine because like every time that a boy comes up they kind of go through the same routine so they're just not necessarily like albie was brainwashing them but he was kind of brainwashing them to be like we're all in this together. We're yeah. a family. We work together. You pull your own weight. These are and the then, rules. Yeah. And we're kept safe. So yeah. it's like not everyone's going to want to like break mm-hmm. out of that when you're like, I, I have it nice here. Like we're safe. We get food provided for yeah. us. Like why would I want any of that to change? Yeah. And that's why they sent Thomas. It's kind of like there. a weird Stockholm syndrome. It's because like nothing was changing. Yeah. So like we're going to put this, the smartest boy of them all, we're going to put him in there. He'll yeah. figure this shit out. But of course they wipe his memory so that it can happen naturally rather yeah. than... Than him just like, all right, team. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but also, Teresa, fucking liar, little shit. I hate Teresa. <laughs> so she never had her memory wet. She knows what's going on the whole time. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And there's actually another maze. So there's two groups. They're team A. There's team B. And the B is all girls. Oh. Yeah. So that, Interesting. That gets... Eh, that, makes, that makes sense, though. It's like, where are all the girls? Like, only guys are smart? What the fuck? But... Mm. Right. Yeah. So. And it makes sense that they would separate them because if you put them together, nothing would really change. They would literally just start like populating the glade and be like, ta da! Yeah. <laughs> Life. <laughs> like, this is what we're supposed to do, right? Like, yeah, no, exactly. It's not what we're, to do. like, we're all going to pair up and have babies. Like, statistically speaking, some of those guys are gay in there. And I'm pretty sure. Bru- Pretty that's, sure it's new. I was thinking about that. I was like, um, there's no way y'all have been sitting here for two years hitting hormone levels and just been like, nah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, mm, mm. yeah. So there's a reason why it's just guys, and it makes more sense later on. But yeah. yeah. Um. So like the whole plot itself is kind of a coming of age metaphor. So people compare it to Lord of the Flies, mm-hmm. uh, Lost. The director compared it to Lost. I never saw for that. teenagers. <laughs> and Peter Pan, also that makes sense because Teresa. The only Wendy. girl, she's Wendy. Thomas is Peter. He's the leader. Everyone else are the Lost Boys. Makes All sense. the leaders are Lost Boys. Ouch. And the maze itself is a symbol for going, like, transitioning from 
like a kid into an adult and Gally is like the one being like no like I'm not gonna go anywhere I don't want to grow up I want to stay here Thomas is like get the fuck up like let's go like come on let's go we gotta like get through this all this like crappy middle maze shit to get out there and so yeah there's like this huge coming of age metaphor around this plot which I thought was really cool but yeah very nice Mm mm-hmm uh yeah i think i got all my bits <laughs> all the plot points all the plot all the points. bullet bowls so bullet also holes. bullet points bullet points i yeah bullet hole well first i said bullet bowls and then i was like nope 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 plot nope. bullets <laughs> plot bullets that's that's what they are from now on um you know the plot bullets oh the soundtrack's awesome it i really listen is. to the soundtrack a lot when i'm just kind of right doing nothing and then the sound design also for the maze itself really like brought it to life and then the for the grievers ooh, just like hearing them and like the slime and Honestly. stuff so whoever was in charge I'm of the like, sound why was, like, does awesome. everyone go the spider route why why because i fucking hate spiders. people have it like a reaction to it immediately <laughs> i hate spiders. and when the spiders can fucking roll like come on right <laughs> goodbye right mm-hmm. they kind of hinted at that though because their entrance is like a big hole yeah i was like oh they probably just like <laughs> oh gosh or you know what the giant worm maybe oh, god their faces were kind of worm like that's true uh, Ew. so minho's your favorite character yes yeah we we've done known this <laughs> we've been new <laughs> yes and newt's my favorite character <laughs> excellent uh, uh did you have a favorite scene in the movie mm. that you liked a lot i don't know my favorite is when he runs into the maze the first time. Right. That part was probably, like, the most, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Because mm-hmm. you can see it in his face. He's, like, thinking about you it. You see him make the decision. He's yeah. like, oh. He's, like, looking at go? it, and he's, like, looking at the door shut. He's looking at them, and he's just like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. And you can just see it, like, <laughs> to a point where you're just like, go. <laughs> and then he's just like, okay. <laughs> it's funny because the whole first half is literally people being like, Thomas, no. Literally, it's Thomas being like Thomas, yes, <laughs> honestly, Thomas, don't do that. So I do this. That's what you're saying, <laughs> Thomas. Don't go in there. I'm gonna go in here. I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, Thomas. I was gonna say Dylan O'Brien fit this character like perfectly. Yeah. I feel like I was so excited when they casted him. Right. I remember when I it was losing my mind. We were obsessed with Teen Wolf. Mm-hmm. So when they announced this, we were like, Oh, he's gonna be in a movie. Yeah. Like we were super excited. And I immediately bought the book and I read it. Right. And I was like, This English is weird. <laughs> right. And the movie came out. I think I, I like, borrowed oh, your book because I don't have those. Probably. Yeah. I just remember you looking at me, and I'm like, warning. <laughs> it's going to be hard to understand. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I just remember sitting there, and I was like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. And then I read, after seeing the first movie, I read the rest of the books. God, I wonder what the audiobook sounds and like. And then I was spoiled while I was reading The Death Cure by some asshole in my class. So, like, oh, do you remember when this character dies? Like, and I was like, you literally fucking see me? Like, I'm I'm holding it. Like, clearly, reading. I am reading this book. Why would I remember if it hasn't happened yet? Like, oh, I was so mad. So I, like, no. stopped reading the book for a while. And That's then I so eventually up. picked it up and my heart broke. <laughs> it's okay. It happens. That's so messed up, though. Don't spoil books, people. Because you literally ruin it for literally people. literally my mother. <laughs> my oh, mom. no, really? Because she would read, she read, like, a mad woman. Mm-hmm. So I, when we would always read the same book, she'd be like, oh, where are you? And I'd be like, oh, I'm, like, roughly around here. They're like, oh, has so-and-so died yet? And I was like... No. Oh, why would you ask? No, <laughs> they haven't died yet. 
thanks for letting me know that happens. Pretty sure it was uh, Cuckoo Kingdom. And you know exactly oh, what death yeah, I'm talking I about. And I was just like, well. That's not fun. Yeah. yeah it just kind of no. ruins it. Exactly. So I was oh, like, man. Hmm. yeah. She didn't mean to. Mm-hmm. She was just like trying to figure out like, oh, is that before or after this person dies? And I was like, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> before. It's definitely before because that hasn't happened yet. And she was like, ooh. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, should we get into sorting yes. the main peeps? Okay, this so be easy. I know it's pretty easy. Right. Thomas Gryffindor. Yeah, <laughs> don't do this. Okay, I'm gonna go do this. <laughs> if not, Gryffindor. if not Gryffindor, then Ravenclaw because oh, he yeah. is like brilliant. brilliant. Going on to our next one, Newt, who's a Ravenclaw. I was gonna say <laughs> Ravenclaw. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Galley. Let's say. Oh no. I would say he's a Gryffindor. Right. Mm-hmm. Because he's yeah. very much zero or 100%. Mm-hmm. It's black and white for him. So he's kind of the opposite spectrum of Gryffindor from yeah. Thomas, I would say. Right. His section of Gryffindor is where Tamlin is from. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are the same breed of Gryffindor. Oh, yeah. 100%. Mm, Minho. Hufflepuff? Or Gryffindor. or Gryffindor. A lot of them are Gryffindor. I would say he's a Gryffindor. He's very um, reckless. That's true. He just kind of like... He thinks it's like... He's very impulsive. Mm-hmm. He is also the muscle of the group. That's very true because he's <laughs> uh-huh. like the keeper of the runners, right? Yeah. He's like the runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just kidding, Gryffindor. <laughs> oh, Chuck. Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. There's got to be one. Bean. He's always oh. one of us somewhere. <laughs> that was... Uh, I was like so heartbroken over his death. Honestly. Oh, the actor that played him, he was marketing himself on Twitter when the movie was announced so he kept basically spamming the director be like let me audition let me audition i was made to do this role let me do it how cute and then he's at some point the director's like yeah okay like just send me your tape and then he sent the tape over he's like oh yeah you're perfect you're hired so he got that's the role. so cute <laughs> i know it's adorable oh, that reminds me of uh, luna lovegood yeah yeah he's the luna lovegood of the story oh that's so cute um teresa is a squid. Which is funny because isn't that how? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is. I always. But isn't that how um, Dylan got? Because he just used um, to do like YouTube videos. For Teen Wolf, I think. Yeah, and yeah. he like just sent them all his YouTube videos, and he was just like, "Look, I can do it." And Hire like, me. I'm hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, pretty much. I just remember they were like, "Yeah, that's how he auditioned." Instead of like aud- actual it's audition, because he is Styles. He like just sent like YouTube videos, and yeah. they were like, eh, "Sure, I guess this works. Come on down." That image of him in that like really deep red V-neck shirt. It's like, are you really wearing that shirt? Whatever. <laughs> um, um. Yeah, that's pretty much everybody. Yeah, Teresa is definitely a squib. Yeah, she's a squib. I guess Albie, book Albie. Is a Slytherin, I would say, and then movie Albie is a Gryffindor. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely like the leader of the pack, takes everyone under their wing. Let me mm-hmm. show you around. But I'm kind of brainwashing you a little bit. And right. Yeah, that's yeah. a Slytherin. That's the so. sad thing, because I don't think he meant to brainwash no. them. I think he was just like, this is how it is, guys. This look. is a comfort. Yeah. So why would we he just made things very comfortable for the kids so they wouldn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he was. I don't think in his head that's what he was planning to do. He was like, I shall keep them here. <laughs> and we yeah. shall live here forever. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think that was... He wasn't like being, trying to be a dictator. No, like he that. was no. just like genuinely like, I was scared and now I've made it safe and this is how I want to keep it. Mm-hmm. And just slowly, accidentally, Stockholm yeah. syndrome everybody. And they were able to survive with the box that came up. It actually yeah. came up weekly in the book rather than monthly. That makes more sense. But just sense. Once, once a month when it came up, a, a, person a new be person would be attached. there. 
Yeah. That makes and there sense. was always uh, like a goat or some type of meat. So that's, that's what, what the I slices thought. were like. Yeah. It was like, a... wasn't there like goats? So there was like animals mm-hmm. that they would have. Yeah. Right? Because like, that was the, what was in the cage. A single goddamn animal. He... <laughs> I know you don't see them, but mm, money, I guess. Yeah. Because <laughs> when he was like, oh, good, go get the fertilizer, I was like, you need animals to have fertilizer. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. They had animals. You don't see them. I know. Although also, they did, who keeps your animals in the middle of the forest? I'm just saying. Because he goes into the middle of the forest to get the fertilizer, and that's when Ben attacks him. And I'm just like, who keeps the, the sheep in the middle of the forest? Mm. Unless, no, no, it wouldn't work. I was going to say, unless they were using their own shit for fertilizer, but if you're eating meat, it's not going to... Fertilizer only works if you're eating, like, green shit. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, that's why they usually use cow manure, because they literally eat, like, they eat the seeds yeah. and the grains and the stuff from the earth, and then they poop it out, but it's, like, pure. <laughs> that's why we can't use ours or, like, dog poop for f- yeah. fertilizer, because there's, like, so many process shit. Well, yeah. That's nice to know. Yeah. <laughs> Fun facts. <laughs> Fun facts about fertilizer. <laughs> I don't know why I know this. I'm not a gardener. <laughs> well, hmm. what role would you be in this one? Would you have been with Newt doing the gardening? Probably. Or, I know. probably would have picked that up. I sure as hell ain't gonna be a runner. I would want to be a runner just because it sounds. You could have been a runner because weren't you in track and field when you I were... did cross country? There you go, and cross track country for a little bit. But then I was like, "Fuck this, running around in a circle." I want to <laughs> be running in the forest. So <laughs> you literally were a runner. So that's I was a runner. probably what you would have been doing. Yeah. No, no. That, I've had thick thighs my entire do. life. Ain't no way I'm gonna be a rubber. Mm-hmm. And I love mazes, a rubber. So a runner. rubber. Oh, <laughs> I love mazes. Like as you can tell. I just, anything with a maze in the story, I'm just like, oof. No, I said rubber because I was thinking of chub rub. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, I, no. Ow. Yeah, no, that yeah, hurts. No, yeah. <laughs> what did they use for chafing in the, <laughs> in the maze runner? <laughs> the color, covered in leathers and stuff, but. Honestly, yeah. it's very interesting, but yeah. Yeah. That was one thing, like, watching the movie that I was kind of like, wait a minute. Because if you look at Minnow's, like, half halter thing that he's got on, it almost looks like it's part of, like, a parachute Mm -hmm. thing. But he, like, cut part of it and made it, or, like, a utility vest, and they only, like, cut off part of it. And I was like, where the fuck did they get that shit? Like, where is this coming from? Because it's got, like, buckles on it. It's not Mm -hmm. like it's something that they made. It's obviously, like, something that they, like, cut out of something else. But I was like who gave you this material like what it was very interesting to me to like see what they were wearing yeah i was like hmm. also they don't change their clothes i'm just like you guys right. don't have any other clothes you poor things but honestly it was kind of wash it in the river i guess or the stream that they had like yeah. the cliff <laughs> the fucking cliff in the middle of fucking the maze cliff. uh yeah <laughs> i think that's it right you think so yeah, yeah. so overall I like the movie more, so yeah. The, in the book, book, there's definitely deeper things in the book that aren't Which, I mean, there that you would only not? know but if yeah. you read it, like Newt's. Yeah, backstory. I honestly think if they would have tried to do a TV show with this, I think it would have had a much better reception. Because mm-hmm. I think they could have done it. Because it felt very rushed. Mm-hmm. It felt like Thomas. Because even uh, it is Gally two and a half hours long, though. Is it really? Yeah, it's a two hour and a half. But even Gally was like, "You've literally been here for three days," and yeah. I'm like, "All of this fucking shit happens within yeah. three days. Like, mm-hmm. it's a little." I don't know. Yeah. But in the book, it's literally like a few months. And- yeah. Like, and I think in a TV show, that would have translated a little bit easier and they would have been able to do, you could have done like a whole background episode of like showing Thomas and Teresa like actually in mm-hmm. and like tell, like told us like what the fuck was going on. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Yeah. So, you know, in a couple of years when we reboot it, let's yeah, do a TV I'm show, sure. shall we? I'm sure we'll reboot it someday. <laughs> I'm sure. But hey, at least they finished it. They finished all That's the adaptations. True. They did not split it. The last one into part one and part two. Fucking cough, thank cough. you. Uh, the director stayed the same. 
So well, that's good. You know, so the vision he kept the same. he understood the assignment. I would yeah, say. Yeah, we should definitely always keep the directors the same. Star Wars. Do you know who was gonna? <laughs> do you know who was gonna direct it? No. Uh, the one that did Twilight, the first one, Catherine Hardwick. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, she was gonna. She was gonna direct it. That would have been mm-hmm. interesting. Who directed it instead? Um, did you already say? I'm sorry. I think it's West Ball. I believe is his name. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, West Ball. Nice. I think he did well. Right. Eyebrows. <laughs> it sent me to the IMDb, and the first thing I see is eyebrows. Literally, I mean, they all have pretty strong eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Dylan, the guy who played um, Newt, even Minnow's got some pretty strong eyebrows. Yeah. And Teresa's got them, too. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. <laughs> all okay. Right. So, yeah, Yay. that's the maze runner. Right. The one so, yeah. rare one where I prefer the movie to the book. And. Yeah, they're right. just guilty pleasures. I like to watch them when I can. And although I kind of just, I end the last one at a certain point. I'm like, and it's over. Aww, <laughs> nothing you're like, continues. nothing past this point. Or That's I just kind of skip this big chunk in the middle. Oh, no. I uh, hate when that happens. Yeah. You're okay. like, and the movie ends here. That's it. <laughs> it's heartbreaking. Oh, no. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I know last week I said it was either going to be Crescent City or my movie. So, but JK, LOL. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's going to be this one instead. Eh, when do we ever keep to it it's fine that's true well bridget is still rereading crescent city and she she a thick book so we're gonna save that one for later and it'll probably be split into two parts because oh yeah like i said she a thick book (laughs) and there's so many fucking characters to cast it's not even funny it'll be fun but yeah i think all right we'll try not to cast dylan (laughs) bryan i'll try Or Asa Butterfield. Who knows? Fucking Asa. There's been like three other things and I'm like, you know who'd be perfect for this? I was like, we can't. We can't fucking been, use. He would have been a good Wes in um, One Last Stop. Oh, he would have. God yeah. damn it, Asa. Asa could do anything. Get out of here. You're not in the Maze Runner. He is British. <laughs> he but... is British. Could have been in the Maze Runner. Uh, is our right. sushi here yet? No, it's not. <laughs> it's on its way though. I think it got picked up. Yay. All right. Okay don't know what we're doing next we will see might be crescent city might be something else mm-hmm. who knows okay thanks so much for listening <laughs> keep reading and keep watching bye guys bye